Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hats on your face. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the China Shop. Joining me today is the posh and purposeful Polly Walnuts, ES trader and the brains behind Polly Probes the Markets. If you'd like to learn more about today's guest, make sure you check out his substack, pollywalnuts.substack.com, and that's Polly spelled P-A-U-L-I, or you can sign up for this new Discord that has recently launched. Uh, Polly, is there still a waiting list to get in on that? There is, yeah, the waiting list via the substack. Via the substack, okay. So they, if they want to sign in there, they can find the links on the substack? Yeah, that's right. Perfect. And then we'll talk more about the Discord when we get into the uh, conversation. Uh, uh, last thing I want to say is if uh, you want to reach out with any suggestions, corrections, questions uh, for future guests, you can do that via email at twobulls at com, or you can join our free Discord server where a bunch of amazing people gather to share their struggles and lessons learned with other like-minded market aficionados. All those links will be in the episode description. You can check them out whenever you feel like it. But without any further ado, uh, welcome to the China Shop. Polly, this is, uh, I think, your first podcast, right? Yeah, that's right, man. I'm nervous. Go easy on me. Yeah, don't, well, we edit, so uh, don't worry about making mistakes. I'll, I'll make you look good. <laughs> well, I need to so it. tell me about the name, man. Are you just a big Sopranos fan, or is there something else behind that? Yeah, no, man, just a big Sopranos fan. Yeah, absolutely love the show. Um, watched it three times. Um, it's funny, man, because, um, you know, to do this podcast, you told me to buy a microphone. Um, and I'd actually yeah. um, had, I'd already bought this microphone. Because a friend of mine, we're going to do a Sopranos rewatch. We were going to do it together. 
And basically, we were just going to record ourselves narrating through each episode and um, just stick it on YouTube. Anyway, it never happened. I watched it. He didn't. And um, the the microphone just sat in gathered dust. So I'm glad I've got an opportunity to use it now. Yeah, that's. Uh, I got lucky with Dan that uh, managed to get a partner in this that had the same commitment levels that I had. Uh, nice. <laughs> I've heard too many other stories about podcasters that their people aren't on the same page. One guy doesn't expect it to be, you know, like a business. He wants it just more like a hobby, and or even worst case, like you said, the guy doesn't even show up for day one. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of work as well, though, right? People underestimate that. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. A lot of editing, a lot of. A lot of research that goes in, mm. the planning and scheduling, and then just trying to find people that you're willing to talk to uh, yeah. that don't get stale. Like you got to keep that same enthusiasm all the time. Yeah. And then trying to have a good conversation is probably the hardest one, right? <laughs> just trying to make that's sure. That's actually the easiest. If you oh, have a good, good selection of guests, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which, you know, thankfully the Discord has been so great at suggesting some amazing people. And then just the nature of being a trading podcast, I think we get a lot of people coming out to us. But enough about us. Let's talk about you, man. So how did you get into the markets? Yeah, man. Um, funny story. I think I think a lot of people got into the markets in a very similar way. But basically, I was turning 40. And um, I'm not from like a, a really privileged background or, or anything like that. I know you called me posh. Mm-hmm. But if um, if you're from the UK, you can probably tell I'm not really posh. Um, uh, well, I mean, um, it's just I took some liberties man. with that. To you, to you <laughs> life is British, it sounds posh. But trust me, it's not as posh as it needs to be. Um, Basically, in America, just the, the accent makes you posh. By yeah, people, yeah, I think. exactly, exactly. <laughs> I was turning forty, and in the UK, they um, they have this scheme that you can sign up to before you turn forty for some investment. And I thought, you know what? Let me just have a look at it, and let me try and see what I can do with it. And so I signed up for this mm-hmm. investment scheme before I turned forty. Um, this was twenty twenty one. So um, so yeah, quite a few years ago, twenty 2020, twenty 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 one. And then I just try, I tried to like crawl the internet to kind of like find out what the fuck I'm doing because I thought shit okay so I'm going to put all this money into something what the fuck am I going to put it into let me go and do some fucking research let me see you said crawl the internet are you talking about like an actual bot or just no 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 not hard, no but yeah. bots. just me and my just me and my mouse crawling crawling okay, together. okay yeah and yeah so um just just by chance man um I happened to come across um this guy on on Twitter and he just seemed to be posting bangers every week. I was like, whoa, I thought I was going to invest, but this trading stuff looks kind of fun. <laughs> and so um, that, that person ended up being the, um, the infamous Zach Morris. Um, oh, no. And, and I joined the Atlas Discord and I got in with all of these guys and um, I hung around there, um, kind of like just following people and kind of listening to what they were saying. And there's so many mm. people with this story, aren't there? Um, but yeah, from there, man, my first big trade was was AMC. Um, I I made an absolute <laughs> killing on that baby. Um, Did you actually take profit? Man, I completely nailed it, man. I completely nailed it. Um, bought it really low, sold it really high, had no fucking clue what the fuck just happened, and made like a, a, a over a year's salary, over a year's salary in like a week or so. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, what the fuck uh, is going on here? Do you know what I mean? As much as we all want to be jealous of that, I'm guessing that probably set you back more than it helped you. It was the worst thing that could have possibly happened yeah. to me, bro. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> because then I was just in full YOLO mode. Do you know what I mean? It was like, whoa, someone's right. saying this. 
let me stick 10,000 in there. Someone's saying that, 20,000 there. And it was just insane. It was just, it was just pure insanity. Oh God. Yeah. That sounds so familiar. Mm. Yeah. I mean, people talk about degeneracy. That was proper degeneracy. Do you know what I mean? That was, that was a moment in my life. I'm not very proud of. Uh, We were talking pre, uh, uh, in the pre-recording about AMC and like just that environment where like you know you could just basically buy any stock and it was going to go up like pick your initials and that ticker does well uh, but we also you mentioned that that was, should have been like a big red flag for for what was going on and uh, I was looking back and thinking back like when you talking about AMC and I put me back in the mindset of being there myself and like yeah like that was like pure euphoria you want to talk about market cycles yeah euphoria is right um, but it was such a drug right? So people were literally getting high off off the market. And yeah, it was yeah. just insane. Really, really terrible for anyone who is coming in and trying to learn something, right? Yeah. And I think we're seeing that now when the markets mm. uh, started turning in, what was that, 22, 21? Uh, like the people who are still around now are the ones that uh, put in a lot of the actual work during yeah, that time right, rather than just going crazy YOLOs. <laughs> I remember back in back in the day, Carl, just um, listening to some conversation um, on on a podcast of people who were talking about playing all of these small cap craziness um, like rallies, but they were they were scalping like ten twenty percent, mm-hmm. you know. And I was thinking, man, these guys are idiots! Like, how are you how are you walking away with ten twenty percent, man? I just made three hundred percent. I mean, um, but lo and behold, um, um, if if that madness ever comes back, I am Mister Ten Percent. I actually um, I actually scalped um, GNS this morning um, for for a nice ten percent. So you do play other equities? You're not just uh, locked into the ES. Uh, you know what it is. I play very small on small caps at the moment. It's because I love them so much. Because because I've got such fond memories of of all of that madness. Uh, and I've, I still know some really good people who do small caps, but they keep themselves to themselves. So they're not really out there posting stuff, but their posts, you know, their, their, their DD is, is, is brilliant. And when they see a squeeze set up, they're, they're really good about it. Um, so I still talk to them. And whenever they say something that catches my attention, I'll just spend the evening sometimes having a look at them, look at what's there. And so, so yeah, GNS and WE were on my radar um and yeah was able to add positions to both of them in the morning and then just cashed out on them quick you know i'm sure i'm sure one of them's going to go to to something crazy but i won't be there yeah, i mean if you want to have a runner yeah, that's one thing but at least get paid along the way right mm. there's also a little nugget in there that you said that i think a lot of people missed or uh like it's the growth that you can hear in in your path uh you said that your friend will tell you something but you'll go pull it up and check for yourself Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm never taking a call from anyone ever again. And even in my Discord, man, when I tell people stuff, when I tell people like it's, oh, I think it's going to call to this and then we'll see what happens from there and the flow will give you a direction. And then an hour later, it does what I said. And people are like, oh, my God, Paulie, that was a wicked call. And I'm like, don't you ever <laughs> tell anyone that I make calls because that's not what I'm doing. Right. Here. <laughs> um, you know, because that shit is dangerous. That shit is dangerous. And anyone who is following calls like that, I mean, you're you're just on a route to to, to losing a whole lot of money. I I mean, I've been so against calls since we started this thing, and basically, like the ment- think of the mentality that goes behind someone looking for calls. In my opinion, I think you're just looking for somebody else that you can put the blame on if it doesn't work, other than yourself. I think that's the only reason to go for calls. You don't trust your own decision making. I think I think you're giving them too much credit. I think they're just lazy, bone idled, don't want to work hard, and just want to free. I don't ride. know about that. And um, mm. I, I mean, maybe there's some of that, but I think the majority of people just they just don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they need 
continue to be able to learn how to do it better. And there's just, it's, yeah, it's so hard to find good information out there. Like, like when you were going through your journey, where was your turning point? Where was the point where you decided like, Hey, I need to actually learn what I'm doing. Well, firstly, bro, it was losing a shit ton of money. Oh, okay. We kind of um, glossed over that. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so, so I did, you know, don't get me wrong. I did make money and, um, you know, that was great. Um, but when the market turned, I didn't have the understanding of the market mm -hmm. in order to really understand what was going on. And so there's me like an idiot still playing the YOLO life. Um, when actually the market was just swallowing anyone alive right. who was either going to chase or going to play like any kind of setup where, where they were trapping you. Um, there were just so many traps as the market began to turn. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, if you go back and you look at the IWM um, daily for when the market actually fully turned, um, there's a really um, beautiful shooting star, uh, a bearish shooting star, right? Right at the top. Because what they did is they just rallied the market hard overnight. Everyone woke up in the morning thinking, shit, we are bright green. Everything's back. <laughs> Um, and then the carpet pool of all carpet pools that I've ever witnessed, like, wow, it was just, it was just a complete destruction from there on afterwards, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and you know, the hindsight of it is just 2020, but when you're in it, you're just so emotionally lost that it's crazy. So yeah, losing, losing all that money. Um, and then, um, kind of like, um, realizing what the fuck was going on with Atlas and what, what was going on with the, the people there and how toxic that whole culture had become. How in how into um, that were you? You said you were in the Discord, but were you like fully entrenched inside that world, or were you just kind of on the outside, just observing? I mean, I was, I was, I was in there. I was talking to a few people. Don't get me wrong; there's some really good mm -hmm. people um, from Atlas. You know, there's um, Sam, who's who's on and off at the moment on on Twitter, but she was really good. She was one of the moderators there. There's a couple people in Momo who are really good. Um, you know, there were some good guys there, um, but they were just, um, I guess. Um, over overhauled or overpowered or whatever you want to call it they were just flooded by the amount of people that were just posting rockets and 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 clown emojis and whatever whatever <laughs> um you know that that was the that was the culture there and so um on the back of that really um i had these three four um no about 12 12 14 people that i knew from atlas and we had our own little discord just for our own chats and so um we kind of stuck together and we talked through stuff um, but none of us really knew what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And so um, I guess you would just, um, so you described that from going from euphoria, like being in the middle of the club um, and everyone's having this great party. Um, suddenly you find yourself um, outside the club. The club's been shut down. Um, you're walking home alone and you don't quite know where you are, yeah. you know? Um, and that's kind of how I describe it. And so there was this path of loneliness really. Um, but that was the best bit for me because um, I've got um, ADHD, mm -hmm. um, which um, I only found out about like in the last few years. After you have kids, you kind of um, find out everything about yourself much more. <laughs> um, and so I only found out about that recently. But one thing about my ADHD is like I am a fucking difficult person to teach, right? Um, uh, okay, you know, I, okay. I didn't do great in school until I got to later in life when you could narrow down what you were studying. Uh -huh. um, and I just studied what I fucking loved, right? Yeah. Um, and so um, I absolutely loved the markets. And so I became addicted to it. And that's my ADHD taking over. So literally from the minute I'd wake up to every single moment that I had to, to spend looking at charts and looking at the market, I did. 
I studied, I studied, I studied. And so that period really post post the euphoria was probably my po- most powerful moment of like just self-contemplation, mm-hmm. understanding the markets and really getting a, 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 um, a real detailed um, understanding of what was happening. And through that journey, really, I ended up with futures. Um, because one thing that, that really hit me about futures is that what you want to be trading, you know, some people just trade Apple, some people just trade Tesla. Um, but for me, I wanted something that, that clearly showed respect and you could understand the, the, the push and the pull of the buyers mm-hmm. in the market itself. Um, and for me, there is nothing better than that, than, 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 than the S&P 500, than ES. Um, which which has just been which has just been a, a really excellent learning journey for me. I've really enjoyed it, and um, actually, I've come along so far as well. I think we yeah, um, it's always impressive when you just, just take stock of where you were like six months ago, a year ago, three years ago. Like I'm almost it's almost a curse having done a podcast for the last three years where I can go back and just see how dumb I was, you know, twelve twelve months ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Yeah. Well, it's a blessing too, though, right? Yeah, it, it's it's like whenever you're feeling discouraged, sometimes that zooming out can really help put you back on the path and just show you how far you've actually come. Like when you're traveling a long distance over a long period of time, some days you just don't realize how far you've actually come. Yeah, and I think the people who make it, though, Kyle, are the people who have that kind of mentality of like this is just a journey, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and if you've got that kind of outlook in life generally, um, you're going to make it in any kind of like industry is that actually, can you work hard enough? Can you learn by yourself? Um, can you force yourself to do the boring stuff, um, which is read books on, on, on technical analysis and watch YouTubes for hours on like value areas and, mm-hmm. and, and volume profile and shit, right? All the great stuff. The most boring shit that you... What? No, that stuff's awesome. I love that stuff. Yeah, it, it is awesome. But that's because probably you're as addicted as I yes, am. To uh, yes, awesome, yes, right? exactly. But trust me, it's boring. <laughs> if anyone saw what the fuck you're doing, you'd be like, oh shit, this is boring. Some shit, this is boring shit. Yeah, um, nobody else cares. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And you know, I watched this Mike Tyson video the other day and he goes, discipline is doing the boring shit, but doing it like you love it. Mm. And, you know, there are boring things to what we do. The re- reviewing of your trades each day. Yeah, the boring. journaling. Um, uh... Yeah, the, the journaling, boring. Um, drawing out um, and mapping levels. You know, for me, I do that every fucking night. And trust mm. me, it's boring. And there are nights where I have to force myself to do it. Um, but I'm doing it. And actually, it's making a difference. Where's that uh, Mike Tyson clip? I have to... I want to watch that. I've loved Mike Tyson. I've... Go on my Twitter feed. Yeah, if you go on my Twitter feed, it's on there. Um, I, I used that quote and just sent it out in the ether because um, it, it, it's, it's so true. It's so true. Mike Tyson's one of those guys where I wanted to hate him or I thought he was just a piece of shit from, you know, the conviction that happened back in the 90s. But the more I follow the guy, the more I see him talk and speak like he's fucking pretty goddamn smart. Yeah, it's a great example of someone's journey, right? Yeah, because he wasn't yeah. pretty goddamn smart 20, 30 years ago. Right. But look at the person he's become. And listen, listen to how uh, humble he is, and when he reflects on that and talks about who he was, like, ah, yeah. that's the kind of person I hope to be when I turn, you know, fifty, sixty. Yeah, absolutely, man. And that's just the same thing, you know. He's just got a crazy work ethic, mm-hmm. but also he's constantly willing to grow. Yeah. And that that right there is a recipe for what a human being should be. You know, the other thing that he does that I love about him and the reason why I think I really fell in love with following everything that he puts out there is that he's willing to step outside of his comfort zone too. 
like how many mm. other boxers are going to put out something called Mike Tyson mysteries and really lean into like your <laughs> the persona that everybody else has about you. Yeah, exactly that. And, and he's, he's not ashamed to cry. He's not ashamed to get emotional, talk about what he needs to talk about, you know, um, he'll make fun of himself if it calls for it. But if you piss him off, he'll yeah. still have that flash of like, oh, shit, this guy's about to murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, man. But he wears his heart in his sleeve. Yeah. And, you know, um, there's this great song that's taken off at the moment, isn't it? What's that guy's name? Um, there, there's a there's a there's a current like, you know, working class anthem by Oliver Anthony. I don't um, think I've heard that. North of Richmond, north of Richmond, I think it's called, right? Richmond, um, north of Richmond. But um, what people love about him is just like this guy is just the most authentic person on the microphone. Mm-hmm. Just like his heart is on his sleeve and he's just singing his heart out, saying what he feels about the world right now. And it's striking a chord because authenticity strikes a chord. Yeah. And that's, I think, one of the issues I've always had with YouTube and why I've always like, uh, gravitated towards the podcasting industry is just it's a lot more authentic. And that's what people want when they turn into a podcast. But it seems like if you go over to YouTube, then it's all about personas and crafting this like fake personality. Like if you want to be successful, yeah, yeah. Same with same with same with some of these furus, right? Same yeah, with some yeah. of these furus, man, who are, who are posting these crazy gains. Um, I saw an advert the other day, man, for like a summer seminar session where the 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 headline, the strap line across it was learn everything you need to know in a day. Yeah. Pay us 600 quid and we'll we'll fucking teach you everything in a day. you need to know in a day. Okay. And I just thought fuck <laughs> me that's bad. <laughs> fuck me that's bad. I know. Uh like that's uh, it's so hard to find so hard to find somebody that's one trustworthy and two actually going to be honest with you. Like I understand mm. that there's got to be some marketing in there, right? Like you got to you got to drum up some interest. You got to have some promises in there. But I mean, to not be upfront with the time commitment and the work ethic that's going to go into like learning how to be successful in this game, I think is just uh, it's doing a disservice yeah. to anybody who signs up with you. Yeah, man. And absolutely. And being successful in this game, man, for me, just means accepting your failures sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like um, we're all going to have days where we're like, what the fuck did I just do today? Um, <laughs> yeah i had one know, of those last week or the week before <laughs> but you just gotta swallow it man you just gotta swallow it and and be like okay how am i gonna grow how am i gonna move forwards yeah yeah what i like to say is it's never a loss unless you fail to learn the lesson from it yeah yeah exactly so just that yeah so 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 yeah man so i got into futures and um for me, Futures really opened my eyes to technical analysis and the way that it works. And there's some great people on Twitter um, that mm-hmm. you can learn from around Futures. Yeah. Um, got myself Sierra Charts, got myself in a circle where I was just talking Futures all day long with the right people. Mm-hmm. And then from there, um, you know, things, um, things, things really began to settle down. You know, you've, you've got that curve of a learner who has this euphoria and then everything drops and then there's this shallowing at the bottom. Yep. So in that shallowing at the bottom really is where I kind of um, discovered futures and began climbing um, up in terms of my knowledge and in terms of my trading um, skill set. Are there any points during that journey that you you look back on and be like, okay, that was a key moment in my personal growth? Um, just doing the simple stuff right, man. Just getting, um, you know, um, yeah, loads of small things, I would say. There was no eureka moment for me. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing stands out like that. But just small things, Carl, like, you know, oh, Bracket orders, you know, risk management, sizing, um, just small things like that in terms of like um, execution, entries, um, managing, managing your uh, managing your position, mm-hmm. um, those kinds of small things. But then obviously the wider structural stuff around value areas and around 
um, order flow and how it influences support and resistance. And, you know, there, there's just so much out there, so yeah. much out there that you, you, you've got to learn. There's no one moment either that I can look back on, but there's definitely a bunch of little moments like that. Like you go like a week or two, like trying to practice with stuff that you just learned about. Then you have a moment where it clicks and that moment where it clicks just feels so amazing. And then you push forward and you trying to get to the next moment where everything clicks. It's like yeah, a series of yeah, moments yeah, yeah. and pit stops almost, right? Yeah, absolutely that. Absolutely that. And that's what a journey is all about for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that, that journey is all about your constant little pit stops and constant little potholes and wrong turns here and there and <laughs> going back to where you came from and all of that. Just hoping you don't go backwards too far. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah, exactly yeah. that, man. But it, it is what it is. You know, it's, um, it's um, every day in this game, it's a couple of steps forwards and a couple of steps backwards. But overall, you just want to be getting in the right direction. Yep, exactly. What happened at the turn of the year that made me decide to write my reviews? Mm-hmm. Um, so there was still this absence of a community, you know, um, post Atlas and Atlas getting shut down. There was no real like central point that everyone knew mm-hmm. um, that, you know, that's where that's where the hub is for, for trading, whatever. And I just thought, you know, I just can't find a place where I go into a futures discord and people are all there and they're all on my page. And my page is a really open page, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, I'm going to tell you what I know, I'm going to tell you what I don't know, I'm going to tell you what I agree with, I'm going to tell you what I disagree with. It's not to say you're right or wrong. I just do shit my way, you do shit your way. As long as we're consistent and profitable in the long run, that's fine. You just want honesty. Yeah, exactly that. Yeah. And um, yeah, unfortunately, so after that period of loneliness, I went out exploring, trying to find the right kind of place for me, and I just didn't find it. Mm -hmm. Um, I found a bunch of discords with um what must have been kids just trying to yolo everything um yeah. and even though they thought that they were futures traders they were on like apex account 67 um right and, you know just 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 digging themselves a hole every day and just not learning and and just refusing to reflect and think um and then and then some some discords were just like really toxic where there was maybe like two good traders and the rest of them are all just like disciples just like a furu has their disciples um you know they they would they would just like defend this person or his technique to right the, to, right to the nth degree and if you came and tried to do something different if you came and you used ema clouds and they weren't into ema clouds they'd be laughing at you um if you tried to pull up a chart with levels on it and they don't do levels it's like oh my god look at your levels <laughs> um and you know it was just it was just dumb shit and i was like wow i don't i don't need this mother this 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 shit in my life you know like trading's hard enough why are you guys a bunch of dicks? Like, I'm just going to fucking leave. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so 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 from that, really, I just thought, fuck it. You know what I'm going to do is I'm just going to have a presence on Twitter and see if I can find the good people who come to me rather mm-hmm. than trying to put myself out there. So, yeah, so I, I just started posting my end-of-day reviews that I was kind of writing for myself. Yeah. Um, and literally from the get-go, man, literally almost like, you know, I started on January the 4th or January the 3rd, whichever one was the first day of the trading, um, the trading, the trading year. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally just started writing it. And on the first day, I think I got like 10 followers and I was like, oh shit, like, you know, people, people want to know, people yeah. want to discuss. Um, and then after like the first week, I was getting such a good following that people were, people were asking me if I've got a blog or anything. So I thought, all right, let me go and start a blog then so then i started the Substack, and um i wrote my first like special episode i call them which is like educational episodes 
I wrote my first one and it got like a thousand reads over the weekend. Damn. And I was just like, shit, like this, this is, this is, this is what people are actually asking me to do now. It's like Paulie wins yeah. the next episode, Paulie wins the next review, Paulie wins the next levels. And I felt a responsibility then, you know, mm-hmm. and that was great. And then from there, literally it's grown, man. So, you know, this weekend I just clocked 4,000 followers um, on Twitter, which is just amazing in seven months of having written, um, written my, my reviews. Um, I've got about, um, I think it's like between 16, 1700 people, um, signed up to, to the blog. Um, and I, and then I, um, as you mentioned, I opened a discord, um, just under a month ago now. And that's free too, right? Yeah, it's all free, man. None, none of my shit is, um, is, is, is for anything other than getting, getting a group of people together who just want the same thing. You know, that's my mission. So then why do it then? Like, what's the, why, why put all the effort into that for? For no payback, or what is your payback? There's got to be something that you get out of it. Yeah, the community, bro. Um, yeah, so, like okay. I said, man, I, I was stuck outside the club, all on my Jack Jones, walking these streets, just finding a bunch of dicks, and I just thought to myself, <laughs> this, this can't be it. Um, and so, you know, um, so um, I just use that mentality of if you build, they will come. You know. Yeah. And so I thought there must be good people out there who are willing to share. There must be successful people out there who are willing to to, to show, um, and there must be people who are willing to work. And I just mm-hmm. need to get all of them into the same place. And, um, and yeah, that was the thinking behind my, my, my work. And then I did a survey of my um, blog readers and I just said, you know, what, what's next? Like, you know, um, what would you guys want? Do you want a YouTube? Do you want a Discord? Do you want a, um, I can't remember what else I said, but, you know, I put everything out there. Mm-hmm. And the most popular things that came back were actually YouTube and Discord. And I thought to myself, man, I ain't got time to be making YouTube videos <laughs> and editing them. And oh, doing God, I know. That's that's a real ball ache. And so um, I just decided to make a Discord. And um, the thing is with me, with my ADHD, bro, like I'm not just going to make a fucking Discord. I am going to plan it out and think about it to the nth degree, you know? You showed me uh, the behind the scenes look before you open it up and were showing me how you were putting that together. And I was, I really want to pick your brain one of these days on like how you learn Python and like where I can go to like start to learn how to code that. I have a little bit of coding background, but it's been like since high school, which was you know, 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'd be more than happy to show you. Um, you know, if anyone's interested, I would say I would just recommend Khan Academy, um, which what is like it? an online Khan Academy. It's called, I think it's K-H-A-N or K-A-H-N. Oh, Khan, like Genghis. Yeah. Um, um, and literally you can go on there and you can do online lessons and tutorials and just learn everything. Um, oh, that's know, awesome. Um, from Python. Yeah. Um, so I've been coding since I was 17. Um, and, um, you know, um, I've always worked in that industry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so my coding skills are, 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 are very good. Um, and so, you know, it was just a matter of adapting what I know, what I knew. Mm-hmm. to an, a new industry rather than you know having to learn anything from scratch Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as sue pullen and i'm pleased to announce that she's back fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as sue Mackey. sue is a certified mortgage advisor at fairway independent mortgage an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs she has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. 
Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, S-P-U-L-L-E-N at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So then I then I opened up the Discord, um, and in the first two days, I had seven hundred people sign up, and I was just like, "Whoa, I need to close the doors." Yeah, because you, you'd planned on doing them in like groups, like grouping them by like a hundred people and letting them kind of like grow and come up together and progress and and doing it in waves like that. But I think you've had to change that approach since you've had so many. Yeah, so um, so I wanted to do something different with the Discord, which was I was trying to think about why these Discords have all got so toxic. Mm-hmm. Um, and why Atlas got the way that it was. And essentially, it just outgrew itself mm. and got to a point where actually you couldn't maintain anything like that. It's know? just too many people. It's just too many people, too many personalities, too many degenerates, too many gurus, <laughs> everything, right? It's just, it's just too much of everything, man. Right. Um, and you just get washed away in, in, in the waves of like people constantly joining. And so I thought to myself that I'm going to set up a Discord where I have um, clubs, essentially, if you belong to a club, that's your community. Your club has their own channels. They can add and remove their own channels. They can add shit. They can remove shit. They can basically run it like it's their own Discord server. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just them together. You know, a few hundred yep. people just knocking it out together and learning. And I thought, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it like that. And so I ranked all of my subs, um, my blog readers because um, Substack helpfully kind of like ranks them for you. So it gives you like your five-star readers, the ones who click on your stuff oh, every day. Oh, okay, okay. All the way down to your one-star readers who every now and then click on something if it's like, you know, something that piques their interest. Mm-hmm. And um, so then I basically just ranked them all and then I split each rank in half. So I put half of them into club one, half of them into club two. So although they're in the same Discord, they actually never see each other. They just live in their own community. Right. And um, yeah, so my intention, and when you're doing something like this, especially because there's nothing like that out there at the moment, you don't really know how how many people to let in. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like what's a good group size? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I thought to myself, maybe 250 in each group. And then obviously the numbers kept going up and up in terms of who was signing up. So then I ended up having about 350 in each group. But what became very clear to me is just like my blog, you know, and when you when you've got like a a YouTube or a blog or even a podcast, you know, you might have 100 subscribers. But out of those 100 subscribers, about 40 percent of them, about 40 to 50 of them are actually going to read it, watch it, look at it. Yeah, you've got your super fans and you have your casual. 
yeah, 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 exactly that. And the rest of them are just subscribed because they're subscribed, whatever. Right. And so, um, so I didn't know how many people I was going to have who were going to be active. Mm-hmm. And actually, what's what's become clear to me is actually the uh, the, um, the right size for the club itself was probably just merging the two groups rather than having two groups of 350 because there were so many lurkers and so many people who aren't confident enough to share or say and so many people who just want to sit there and learn that actually you end up getting about out of 350 you probably end up with about 10 15 people in each group who are constantly active yeah and um 10 15 isn't really enough because that then it, it becomes cultish a little bit I'm almost curious if having a much smaller group, like if people would be more willing to speak out, like it's hard to jump up and speak in front of 600, 700 people, but maybe if there's only 20, they'd be more likely to, to voice something. Yeah. But they've got to be 20 active people, right? Because otherwise you'll just get one or two people. Uh, Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so, yeah. So, so, you know, um, in the discord, we've got some really good people, some people who, who who have, you know, um, really got some high level, understanding of markets high level understanding of sierra charts of order flow um you know we've got a guy who's an ex-market maker we've got another kid who, who who's, who's 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 written some algos that are banking him 100 points um got another guy who's who's just an um an absolute wizard with sierra charts and you show him something and he can he can you know he can make it out the box for you yeah and all of those people that i've mentioned are all people who are willing to talk share help um, and so the amazing thing has been like, we've been doing these kind of like fortnightly video sessions mm-hmm. with some of the best traders in the discord so that they can just share their insights in terms of what they see during the day, what their chart setups are like, what they're looking for. And that's been brilliant. It's been, it's been really, really informative for everyone. Um, you know, and so we've had like 50 people on a Saturday in our video session and then they're all recorded and then we share them afterwards. Um, and it's just, it's just been really powerful kind of sounds to me like you said you went through your lonely period at the beginning like after the, like the the initial euphoria but is that during that time is that when you like figured out like how important that community really is yeah i think so i think so i think um we all need community you know yeah. um if you if you if you're out there struggling through whatever um you know you need family and you need community um in any kind of walk of life i think yeah, but you need a community where you can share those struggles and not get shit on <laughs> yeah exactly you know, that. Yeah. and so so you need you need a place that's that's kind of like um you know um i don't know if you've ever seen cheers oh yeah or like an old school program i think we're about the same people. age yeah 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 so you know where everybody knows your name yeah and they're always glad you came um they were the words in it at the start of that song. um that's kind it's kind of it's kind of the vibe that you want man i just want yeah. i just want a place where actually people aren't dicks and just because you're successful doesn't mean you shit on everyone else. I think that's the only rule in our uh, Discord is to not be a dick. Yeah, don't be a dick, man. <laughs> and it's surprising how many people struggle with that one rule, bro. Uh, no kidding. <laughs> it's like the once you get a little bit of anonymity and combine that with the internet, and people lose their fucking minds. Yeah, exactly, man. So I just don't do politics, you know. Um, and so where people like you know, this morning someone was posting um, in 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 pre market, you know, um, watch this sell off today. Today's going to be total shit show. Um, it's going to be so red. And I just go to him, bro, what you're posting isn't really helpful. Um, yeah. Either you post so, you know, I can see why it's going to, to, to possibly sell off today because X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Or you just shut up and you appreciate what everyone else is posting, which is a proper nar- narrative around what they see. Yeah. Um, 
but not just bullshit YOLO calls, you know? <laughs> yeah. Was there anything more with uh, the Zach Morris interactions that, uh, how shocked were you when you found out that he was uh, involved in that pump and dump scheme and the other guys that were in that ring? Oh man, by then, bro, you know what I was shocked at more than anything, man? I was shocked that they actually got pulled up on it. Really? Um, yeah, because, and I think you know this as well, Carl, is that um, ultimately markets are manipulated places. Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. And the manipulation happens all the time. And whether that's like the simplest technical kind of manipulation, which is someone spoofing the bid or spoofing the ask, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, which happens daily. All the time. All the fucking time. And it's yeah. illegal, mm-hmm. but it's fucking happening. You know, and so for me, I just I just accepted their attitude and kind of lifestyle as a given. Like, this is just what a certain portion of these guys are like. Mm-hmm. And so I'd already unfollowed them when all of that shit went down. Right, okay. And I'd already kind of like turned my back and turned a corner in terms of that. But when it all went down, I mean, I was like everybody else. And I was like, whoa, this is this is fucking huge. This is big. But also, you know, they haven't been found guilty of anything right now. They're still all on all, all on trial. They are, but I've read the uh, the email exchanges. I mean, it looks oh yeah, pretty... no, so have I. Yeah, 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 so <laughs> it's, have I. It's pretty cut and dry. <laughs> yeah, but then, but then, how much of their money are they actually going to lose? Like, if you made thirty two oh, million and somebody takes seven million away from you, you know. And so, I try not to get too in- get engrossed in it, really, because just like it wasn't healthy following them then, it's still not healthy following them now yeah i don't gain anything from it that's an excellent attitude it's like the whole uh, idea of like why get involved in like arguments on twitter like what's the point like who's that like you're just addicted to being angry i think at that point yeah exactly that exactly that and don't get me wrong i have i have my moments on twitter where i'll where i'll call someone out. i'm sure we all do it's it's only because they've tried to shit on me a few times i'm like all right (laughs) fuck this you know um if if this was real life i would have told you what's like um, what's up right now (laughs) <laughs> let me just let me just uh, let me just say it over the net anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, so so yeah. Um, but but people are people, man. You know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna come across all that kind of shit in any walk of life, and you just kind of gotta gotta take it as it is and just carry on. Um, one thing that uh, I did want to ask you about. I mean, we I've seen your levels. I've uh, I've looked through them. I don't really know how you uh, come up with them. That was something I was always curious. Like, how do you actually? Uh, come up with those resistances and supports are you using a combination of volume profile and some other things or like what's your go-to yeah a bit of everything to be honest with you so um you know like i said to you like when i went into a certain discord and those guys were only using value areas mm-hmm. yeah and i went into another discord and those guys were only using market profile you know whatever it's like a world of a bunch of like cults almost yeah exactly and yeah. so me bro i've just i've just taken i've just scraped the best of the best that i think works for me and i've bundled it all together and i call them the walnut levels but some of these levels are just value areas um some of these levels are just support and resistance some of these levels are significant areas of order flow interest mm-hmm. um some of these levels are um just like off the daily candle and I do annotate them to explain, you know, some of them are high value yeah. nodes and low value nodes. Like I do annotate them to kind of explain. And um, one thing I haven't done and people have asked me for it is I'll make a YouTube and just show exactly how you're doing it. And I thought to myself, like, bro, I spend two hours a fucking day writing a review. 
And all you need to do is read my fucking review and you will figure out what I'm doing because it's not no secret sauce here. Do you know what right, I mean? Right, right, right. But what I'm not going to do is just spoon feed your ass constantly because you've got to have some sort of drive here. You've yeah. got to go and do something, you know? And so, so that's been a bit of a thing. So there's actually like three, four episodes where I noticed price and order flow behaving in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And um, it caught my attention. And so in those episodes, I actually create a new level. Mm, okay. and I break down how. So it's all there for those who are willing to look and those who are willing to work, right? Like you said, you want, you got to have some initiative. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I'm very fortunate that they're working so well and that people are putting them on their charts and they're working for them too. Um, you know, today's been a great example of that, actually. But yeah. Well, I mean, for me, like the coming up with levels has always been the, that's been the, the thing that a lot of people I think can do fairly well is come up with some spots where, you know, looking for trades here is a good idea. I think the thing that mm-hmm. most people struggle with, though, is how you actually trade those levels. Yeah. How do you not get shaken out of them? Right. Right. Uh, um, yeah. Or when do you know to use this as a support or when do you use it as a resistance for the break and retest? Like, do you ever yeah. uh, talk about that in your work, like how you actually yeah, trade absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got an episode called The Art of Execution. Um, and I've got like three chapters where I talk about like the walnut guide, I think I call it, which is like how the best way of entering and exiting a trade. But, you know, all of it comes down to patience and order flow. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you're not going to be right all the time. And so then it comes down to risk management because you want to be right 50% of the time and still be green at the end of the day. Right. You right. Know? And you can only do that if you've got the right risk management sizing and all of that kind of stuff in place. Yeah. So, um, all of that stuff, Kyle, I actually teach through my educational episodes, which come out once a week. Well, they did come out once a week until the fucking discord took over my life. <laughs> I do want to. I do want to get back back onto those educational episodes. Um, but yeah, in the educational episodes, I I teach footprints and how they work. I teach support and resistance and what it means. Um, I teach order flow. Um, you know, I I talk about um, position sizing and bracket orders and and you know being a sniper and not a machine gun in terms of how you approach the market. Right. Um, yeah, all of that kind of stuff is in my educational episodes, and that was because there was um. There, all of that was missing from my reviews. You know, I can yeah, say, yeah. Oh, yeah, this was a great setup and blah, blah, blah. But it's a fucking hindsight thing unless I can explain why, right? Unless you can see it coming the next time it happens. Exactly, exactly. Um, and so I try to do that through 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 the blog as well, through the educational episodes, the step special episodes, I call them. And so there's loads of those. Um, and they're actually probably the most popular reads. Yeah, I think they should be. <laughs> yeah, so my daily stuff, my daily stuff gets about 600, 700 people reading it, which is about half of half of my followers, half of my subscribers. Um, but when I do a special episode, that will probably get about 60, 70% of people reading it. Yeah. And which is amazing, you know, like over a thousand people fucking just reading shit that I put out into the ether. Isn't that crazy to think about that? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's wonderful. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. And actually what I've done is create a community for these people when they, they didn't have one before. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. There are some really good discords that I'm in. Um, you know, that there are some, some, some people who have created an environment that is really good. SPX zero DTE, um, Jay, um, he's, he's a great guy. And he's got a really good community with some good people in it. And there's others too. Um, so it's not that there is nothing but mine. Uh-huh. You know, it's yeah. I don't hear our name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing with you, you guys. No, actually, um, it was um, a guy called Purdue who put me through to you guys. Purdue? 
yeah um, yeah yeah Purdue's so, been so great. He, put me, he put me through to you guys and actually yeah um you know your environment's the same right it's it's just like everyone's there for a reason everyone's trying to trying to help each other out yep. and just sharing stuff and nobody's there saying oh my god this is what's gonna happen next i think mike's probably the best trader in our room and uh like <laughs> the, the environment that we have yeah there's not it's not a cult of mike it's everybody trying to get better and Mike will pop in and give some pointers and, and help when people need it. But yeah, it's, yeah, definitely. We've tried to craft that open environment where people can honestly share their experiences and hopefully everyone can take something from those two. Yeah. And that's all you really can do, right? That's yeah. all you can really put out there. Yeah. If you can create that and at least get people comfortable and at least they may have a better chance of, you know, success. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just having a discord where there's a thousand people nearly in there, they're all mm-hmm. t- trading futures. They're all using the walnut levels. They're all footprint guys and order flow guys. And if they're not, they're learning to become those. Um, because for me, that's the kind of formula towards towards it. And I still see furus now who are trading and they just they just have a footprint chart. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not a footprint chart. They just have a, a candlestick chart. Right. And that's all they're ever posting. It's just their candlestick <laughs> chart and support and resistance. And I'm like, man, how are you still surviving? Um, because there is just so much more that you have to learn beyond that, you know? Yeah. But a lot of the small cap guys, like literally all they do is candlesticks. Really? Well, I mean, Mm. I guess that's basically structural trading, right? But just candlesticks? Yeah, it'll get you, it'll it'll get you to a point. Ah, I feel so naked with that. Just that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I could never go back to just having that. Um, it's why I can't trade from my phone anymore. That might actually be a fun experiment just to see if. Sometimes, because I do go through phases where like I'll learn a bunch of stuff, my charts will start to get cluttered, and then I'll have to go and like reset, pair everything back out. What's the most important things? Okay, here's the three things I really actually want, and then start again. Yeah. I got to do that yeah. about every three months, it seems like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's a, that's part of the continual growth. Yeah, right? something that I'm using now, I might not be using in three months' time. Right, right. Or something better may come along, or exactly, or that but might you just get improved. Have to keep your mind open to that. Yes. And that's, I think, one of the biggest challenges in this game. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, you got to take from take what works for you from all the different opportunities out there, the different ideas. Like, if it doesn't work for you, then don't use it. But you yeah, know what? It may exactly work for somebody that. else. So don't shit on them because uh, they see things better with volume profile than you do with TPO. Yeah, exactly that, man. Exactly that. So people have asked me, you know, oh, are you going to turn this into, are you going to monetize this kind of like following that you're getting? Or I've heard a lot of people asking that question. Uh, we'll go yeah. ahead and ask you that. What is your plans? So the answer is no, I don't intend to monetize what I'm doing at all. Um, the Discord is free, will be free, although entry to it will be limited to people who can actually read a blog. Um, and, and, <laughs> I think know, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I won't be monetizing the blog. I won't be monetizing the Discord. And, you know, those bots and the services that I'm subscribed to as a result of the bots do cost me money. Mm-hmm. And so I've got a little page where people can donate. They can buy me a coffee. Give me give me $5 here and there. And that's fine. Like, um, ultimately, I'm just doing it because I'm trying to create a community that I couldn't find myself. Yeah, this and is benefiting you just as much as everybody else. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so in that way, it's a selfish endeavor because actually I, I gain hugely from having these people in the same room. Oh my God, yeah. Space. This podcast is the same thing for me. This is completely selfish. I get to talk to yeah. amazing traders <laughs> every week. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah sign me up. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you, right? Why yeah. wouldn't you? Um, so yeah, so I've got no intentions of doing that. And you know, should the day come where I can convince my wife that going full-time is a great idea, 
and um, I do go full time with what I'm doing, um, then, you know, um, if I've got the opportunity to mentor people who are new, mm-hmm. then I might I might actually, you know, I'm professionally in my own industry, um, my my day job, so to speak, that I do. Um, I, I do coach and mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm a very good coach and mentor and help people kind of like discover new elements about them and about what they're trying to achieve. And so, you know, there might come a day where I, where I think, actually, I've got the time now to, to, and I've got the experience and the expertise and, and all of the profits to actually say, I am going to mentor someone. Well, we've got a few more minutes. I'd like to ask you just a couple of questions about that since you're in the industry. Like, what are some things that you should look for when you're trying to find a mentor? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, it's a really good question because it's not that easy to answer. There's, uh-huh. no, there's, no, there's, there's no one thing. So what is what is a good mentor? It's, it's a good mentor, Kyle, doesn't even need to be experienced in the industry that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what really hit me when when I began to, to kind of like dive into mentoring is that a, a good mentor is just able to break apart the complexities of the world and help you see them. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some ways that's therapeutic, but mentoring isn't therapeutic necessarily. But I think I would. Mm. Yeah, I think I think I'll say this that a good mentor can ask you some of the best questions that you haven't even asked yourself. Oh, wow. Well said. I like that answer. I th- and I think that that is key. They, they help you unlock parts of your mind that you didn't even quite realize, you know, were, were, were a little bit locked up. I like that. I like that a lot. All right. Anything else uh, as far as stuff you got going on in the future that you want to mention before we wrap up here? No, I don't think so. I mean, um, you know, the Discord's really busy and is keeping me very busy, but I do hope to, to, to start letting more people in. We've got over 100 people now on the waiting list for it. But if I'm saying that each club is going to be about 700 to 1,000 people, then it will take a while mm-hmm. um, and people just have to be patient. Um, what I might start doing is allowing the waiting list people to access the, um, the videos that we've been doing um and so um you know if you're interested sign up to the blog get onto the waiting list the link is on my posts every day um and then you'll go into a waiting room inside the discord itself and what i'm probably going to do is allow them to access some of the educational material in that waiting room um but they've also got access to me and they can dm me and some of them do um which is totally fine as well you know i try and make myself available for everyone as much as possible well polly Appreciate everything you're doing with uh, with this, with the stuff that you're putting out there. Uh, I'm going to have to start digging in a lot deeper into your uh, your newsletter because I think there's a lot of stuff in there that I think I'd really enjoy reading. Uh, I didn't realize you were doing that much educational stuff on there. I'll have to go uh, take another second look at it. Um, last thing I'd ask you then, is there anything that you want to leave with a new and aspiring trader like any words of wisdom anything any resources they should check out anything that you think that anybody could benefit from yeah so so um i describe that as pyramids of learning where each um i don't know if you know maslow's hierarchy of needs where he talks about like what a human being needs and at the base level it's food and water and then it's clothes and then it's so on and so on and so on right it's like a pyramid I think I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah. and so um, for me, the pyramid for, for, for the trading journey starts with really um, the basics of, um, you know, candlesticks, um, support and resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then from there, you're going to move on and you're probably going to look at volume profile and then go on to value areas. And market auction theory probably comes after that. 
because market auction theory kind of helps you make sense of all of the things that you've already just learned, but puts it in a human yep. kind of context of actually what is happening in the auction. Why is this support? Why is this res resistance? Why does the volume profile show this? And so, so yeah, I think in that order, and once you get to auction theory, it kind of opens your eyes to the next chapter. And there's loads, there's loads that you can go on to afterwards. Really, those, yeah. those three, four things that I've mentioned are, are, are definitely the first few steps that anyone needs to take for me. I love it, Polly. Uh, but unfortunately, I think we've come to the end of our time. Uh, hopefully your trade uh, worked out well for you. Yeah, man, I've got an open <laughs> trade, bro. I can't believe it. I, I've, I've not looked halfway through. Halfway through, I was like, let me just quickly check. And I was like, no, fuck it. I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. I'm going to go back and look now. Oh. All right. Well, that may be the end of our time with Polly, but don't worry because there's still tons more to see. You want to follow him on Twitter at Polly Walnut, or you can sign up for his daily ES analysis and also uh, the waiting list for the Discord and all the educational stuff that he does. That's over at PollyWalnuts.substack. Again, that's uh, Polly, P-A-U-L-I. If you enjoyed today's conversation, please check out our guest directory. As you can see all the other amazing traders that we've had the pleasure of speaking with. All those links will be in the episode description. We'll be back soon with another exciting episode. But until then, share this with your friends like like an IT guy who found out his best friend may have PMS <laughs> and take care. <laughs>Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sorry, I had to change that one on the fly and do an IT crowd reference. <laughs> uh, hopefully you recognize that one. Very good, very good. <laughs>